Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. One of the most amusing and annoying pieces of feedback I've seen candidates receive is the following, they need to be faster. And when I listen to this feedback, I always find it so amusing. It's like an interviewer telling a candidate you have to be more structured. Don't you think the candidate would have been more structured if they knew how to be more structured? Related to the issue of speed, I've never met someone who is deliberately trying to slow things down. I never met someone who is deliberately going slow in a case for the fun of it. And if you told them you're going too slow, they could just ramp up their speed. Right? If people are going slow, it's because they don't know how to go fast. And telling them that you need to go faster is a little bit like telling them nothing useful. So whenever you get feedback that you need to be a little bit faster, I understand how frustrating it is because you have no idea how to go faster. And if you could, you'd definitely do it, right? And this is something that bothers a lot of candidates. The person who's been the fastest at doing numerical calculations that we've taken through our, our program is a Stanford a master's student a female candidate without a quantitative background, if I'm not mistaken. She may have an economics background. I can't remember clearly. But anyway, she was really the fastest I've ever seen anyone do arithmetic calculations in our program. She was very apprehensive because she was told that she needs to be faster. And then I pointed out to her, don't worry about speed. And in fact, when we give feedback to candidates, while I tell them you need to be faster, I always correct them and say, but don't worry about the speed. You need to be faster, but there's nothing you can do about it now, right? So why do I say that? Well, speed is the outcome out of doing many things right. Let me rephrase that, right? To be fast, you have to do two things. You have to have good technique and you have to eliminate non-value adding pauses in your approach. So let's look at the first one. Good technique. I found it invariably that the reason why people are slow in doing calculations and doing cases is purely because they don't know how to structure an equation to solve. So when you give them a calculation to do, they slow because they actually don't know what should be the next step. So three things make up those so-called next steps, right, that they don't know how to do. The first one is they really don't know how to build an equation to solve the case they're given. So let's assume within a case, right, you had to work out, let's say, the amount of mascara, you know, those things women put on their eyes, like black liner, that are won by Emirates Airlines air stewardesses on international flights. Let's assume I gave you that calculation to do. You're probably going to be very slow through it. And what I find invariably is the reason is not because you are slow, but because you have poor technique. And again, the poor technique is put into three parts. The first one is you have to know from which side you want to tackle this problem. Do you tackle it from a supply side, a demand side? Which way do you tackle it, right? So once you figure that out, which makes your life a lot easier, and when I say supply or demand, I'm trying to figure out does demand of eyeliners drive the amount of eyeliners used by women? Or is there some kind of supply constraint in the market or wherever that prevents the woman from using the amount of eyeliner they want to use? In that case, a supply constraint will determine the amount that is used and not demand by the woman. So products or consumer products are either driven by supply or demand issues, either driven by demand or constrained by supply. So you have to figure out how you're going to tackle the problem, right? Next you have to figure out how you're going to lay out 
your equation. An equation is the calculation you are going to do to solve the problem. And what you find happens to so many candidates is they have this really messy technique, right? They haven't figured out whether it's a supply and demand side case, so obviously they're all over the place in that regard. Then they will write out part of the approach, which is very messy. They'll then put in some assumptions. And while they're putting in the assumptions, they'll be doing the calculation. So imagine this, right? Imagine trying to do a math calculation in your head where you don't know where you are going. You are thinking of the assumptions as you're doing the calculations in your head and you're communicating this to an interview. Do you know how hard that is to do? That's like changing a baby's diaper while you're juggling some balls in the air. Well, I suppose mothers do that all the time, right? They are always busy doing multiple stuff. But for us, it's not that easy. So what you have to do is you have to separate the processes so that while they may be complicated together, by separating them and putting them into sequence, you remove that added complexity, which A, frustrates you and makes it more difficult for you to solve a case, and B, that slows you down. And what you should do is that before you do any calculation, understand the equation you are going to be calculating. Understand it completely. When candidates do a case with us and they start writing out half the equation, putting in the assumptions and doing the calculations, I always stop them and say, just hold on a second. I want to see your full equation before you give me your assumptions. And I want to see all of your assumptions before you do your calculations. And candidates are very surprised by that. Can I do that? Of course you can do that. You can do anything you want. So I want to see the full equation. I want to see all of the things they're going to do to solve the case in its completeness. Then once they've got that and I'm happy with it, I want them to write down the assumptions they're going to be making, the numerical assumptions. For example, let's just say the equation was the number of international cities served times the number of flights per city times the number of flights per week times 52, times the number of, times the percentage of cabin crew that are women, times the percentage that wear makeup, you know, you get the point. That's the equation. For each step in the equation, I want to know the assumption. For example, the number of routes served, I want to know what is the number you're going to put in there as your assumption, the sort of numerical value that is going to substitute your word description in your equation. I want you to write it down below your word equation. Then once you have that, I want you to do the calculations as laid out in your equation. And then I want you to do the sanity check. Now, that is where people come undone in speed. Poor technique and poor logic. You can't be faster if you have poor technique and poor logic, right? So poor logic is why you are doing what you do. And technique is just the step one, step two, step three that you're going to write out in your sheet of paper. You are never going to be fast. I can assure you, you are never going to be fast unless you have strong technique and strong logic, right? And most cases, people are slow, not in solving big cases, but in doing calculations. I find people do pretty well in cases, even though they may not be as fast as they should be, but they're always faster on full cases. But then within a full case, when we have to give them a calculation to do, they always slow down dramatically. And in every single major case, you either have to solve something conceptually difficult, which is the logic side, or you have to do a calculation which involves logic and technical competency. So if you get feedback that you are slow, I think you cannot ask an interviewer, how can I be faster? Because the answer is obvious. Develop good technique, right? And be good at being logical. Now, you may ask how to develop good technique and how to be logical. Well, to be logical, you have to understand the process to solve a full case. You have to understand the process to solve an estimation case. And you have to understand the process to solve a brainstorming case. You then have to understand the process to solve a McKinsey case, a BCG, and a Bain case, you have to understand the sequence of fit questions, right? And then for 
technique for each of those things. You have to know the little steps to solve them. So that's logic and that's technique. You can't get around this. You won't get any faster unless you can tackle these two things. Always be aware of that. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.